guys, what's going on, man? Welcome back to another ESL podcast and another wonderful special, okay? If you guys are watching this on YouTube or Facebook, thank you so much. TOEFL IBT listening. It's a lecture today. It's urbanization in America. There are a couple of phases to this podcast, so I want you guys to follow me, all right? So first and foremost, what we're going to be doing is... I'm going to show you again, just as I did on the last uh, listening uh, example or the listening podcast, uh, how to take notes, right? And conversations. So for those of you who are watching me, you guys are going to see what kind of notes I actually take. After that, we're going to go over some of the questions and we're going to see if we can actually, was my note-taking capabilities good enough, Okay or well enough for me to answer the questions. After that, on this blog, which you guys are going to have to go to, there's gonna be a page break. There are gonna be different page numbers to it, okay? So when you find that, you'll find the answers, okay? And you will have the audio script. So then you can say, okay, why did I choose that? Let me go back to it. Oh, I see exactly where this was. Okay, let me practice listening. So there's a lot of good stuff to this specific podcast. And I want to hit this off for you guys, because again, I know a lot of you have been asking me for this. I see a lot of you in the, uh, the, the group, especially on the Facebook group that get probably 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 in the listening when it comes down to note-taking. And that's exactly what I'm going to show you. So today, grab your paper, grab your pencil, your pen, whatever it may be, any kind of utensil will do and get ready to compare your note taken with mine. For those of you who are listening to me in the ESL podcast, um, again, the main reason why I'm doing this is to see, you know, I saw it was a day after Christmas that I had posted it and it was very low. But then when everyone had come back from obviously New Year's and being with family, that podcast went up like 200 plays very quickly. So again, I hear you guys. I'm going to have a lot of beautiful reading material and other things coming to you uh you know starting off this week okay so and with that being said you guys already know get in contact with me there's coaching available especially there's long long-term coaching memberships available there is group coaching available there's a lot of different things that are available for your price ranges and stuff out there so again you guys have heard me say that on so many different occasions and now let's get into this urbanization in america all right, so again, I'm gonna play this all the way through. We got four minutes and 39 seconds worth or of a goodness. Now, again, if you guys are on my membership site, you guys get the video, the audio, the blog, everything immediately right after this. I make sure I email blast it to everyone. So again, if you guys are interested in that, very, very affordable stuff, let me know. Nonetheless, let's get into this good stuff. So get ready for some heavy note-taking. in America. Urbanization is the process in which people move from rural farming communities to more industrial city spaces. Of course, as more and more people move from farms into cities, um, those cities got bigger and bigger. So the next question should be, why did they want to live in cities? So, cities. There was really no need for them in the time before factories and mass production because, well, most people just farmed to feed their families. However, in the 1800s, inventors came up with all sorts of new machines to improve mass production of all sorts of goods. 
Machines also transformed agriculture, making it easier and less human-intensive. So, out of work on farms, people flocked to cities to find jobs in the new factories. Since America was on the forefront of this technological revolution, not only were many new urban dwellers from farming communities, but also from foreign countries, producing the largest boom in immigration America had ever seen. Now, this influx of people, of course, came with its fair share of positives and negatives. Let's start with the bad first. So, um, to house all of these people, cheap buildings were thrown up practically overnight. This led to people living in crowded, unhealthy environments where they didn't have proper access to water, clean air, trash removal, or sanitation. This caused massive occurrences of sickness and disease. And along with this new form of poverty came a rise in crime. Additionally, the rise in new immigrants from foreign countries created strong anti-immigrant feelings from people already in America, which resulted in some strong racial biases and hate crimes. It doesn't sound great, I know, but there were some positives. So... Can anyone think of a benefit? Yes, Amy. Um, I would think that people have more opportunities for work and the pay is higher in cities. Yes, aside from the obvious benefit most people receive through steady employment, there are also improvements to roads and bridges. New forms of transportation were created leading to subways and public trains. This also saw mass expansion of museums, libraries, and theaters. Many of America's parks were first established at this time as well. The sudden revelation that public health mattered led to the creation of the first large-scale hospitals. So many of the infrastructure perks that cities provide for ease of access to things we want and need came about because of this move towards urbanization. As a result of this massive movement of people, some of America's greatest cities were born. In a 50-year time span, many established cities exploded with people, and hundreds of new cities were born. New York, an already large city of one and a half million people, more than doubled to over five million people. Other cities like Chicago went from being a small city of 300,000 people to a city of three million people. With these sorts of staggering numbers in mind, it becomes easier to see why these cities had a hard time keeping up with the growth. Problems with planning, organization, and regulation were just byproducts of the largest movement of human beings in world history. Nowadays, it's hard to imagine these early cities we now live in a world where most people live in urban landscapes rather than on farms. But the cities we live in are so much different in some ways. We still have hospitals, libraries, subways, and parks. However, after more than a century of trial and error, we have figured out better policies for avoiding overcrowded homes without heat, water, or sanitation. But I want to end with a question. In what ways do we still need to grow? In what ways are we still making the same mistakes as 150 years ago? 
All right. Oh, my God. So I wrote so much. Again, guys, I'm doing a lot of typing. Okay, my MacBook is slow as hell, by the way. All right, you guys already know that story. So it gets a little, uh, you know what I mean? But nonetheless, I was able to take all the notes. So for those of you on my ESL podcast, I'm going to go over some of these uh, these notes. So if you get, oh my God, I hate that noise. Okay, sorry, that was an alarm. Anywho, so for those of you who already know about urbanization, you probably are going to experience, this might be very easy for you. Right, because again, I've taught urbanization uh, in season five of my podcast, in season four of my podcast. Uh, I've taught urbanization through IELTS uh, and, so, and so many different factors. Globalization, hearing Jack Ma speak about it five years ago when he used to do keynote talks. Um, I'm very well informed about urbanization. So with my past knowledge, it might help me a little bit in terms of like getting rid of some of the bad answers. But before I even get into the answers and the questions and whatnot, what I want to focus on real quick are my notes. So it says here, process of which rural to urban industrial, more and more moved, cities got bigger and bigger. So why did they want to live there? Okay, well, let's talk about cities. No need for them back then before the 1800s because obviously people just lived on the farm and worked on the farm. In the 1800s, inventors came up with machines of mass production, right? It transformed agriculture, resulting in less human activity, right? People flocked to factories, uh, and there it is, right? They flocked to factories for work. So then foreign countries, they began coming to, well, foreign people from foreign countries began coming to America, and that ended up being one of the largest booms in immigration in history. So has the fair share of positives. He went into the bad, the negatives first. To house them, they would build cheap building thrown up overnight. I know this because migrant workers from Myanmar here in Thailand, they live in literally shacks, right? And there are so many in rooms. This is the same problem in Singapore. So my prior knowledge is kicking in. I know exactly what the living is with a lot of migrant workers, even in present day. And what that is, is proper, uh, there's no proper access to water. It's crowded, it's unhealthy, no clean air, sanitization. I see it everywhere. When I take the train, even where I live, I see how they live, right? This is the same with the dormitories with Bangladeshis who live in Singapore. And this is why COVID ended up being a real big problem. So what does that lead to? Sickness, COVID, disease, prior knowledge. So there's a new form also, rise in crime. So this is why Australia has come under a, 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 a mass of uh, a scrutiny because they've been, they have stuck a lot of immigrants who have traveled there by boat on an island called Nauru because they're afraid if they could be probably convicted, blah, 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 blah. So what happens is there's a rise in crime with some of these immigrants, right? Uh, then what ends up happening, there are strong anti-immigrant feelings, strong racial biases and hate crimes towards the immigrants, right? So in Thailand, again, sorry, prior knowledge, when about four weeks ago, about a month ago now, there was a big surge in COVID, 600 cases in a, ver in a predominant migrant area. Then there was a bias, there was a hate from 
tie people towards Myanmar people because they were like, it's your fault that everything has gotten shut down. You see what I mean? Strong racial biases and that superiority complex too. Again, prior knowledge. So, <laughs> you know, I, I'm just the influx of all this good stuff. But let's keep it going, guys. Positives, more opportunities, pay is higher in cities. Improvements to roads and businesses, transportation, subways, public trains, mass expansion of museums and libraries and theaters, parks were established. Revelation in public health ended up mattering. First large scale hospitals. And so as a result of this mass movement, some of America's greatest cities ended up being born. New York went from having 1.5 million people to 5 million. Chi-town, I wrote down because I didn't want to write down Chicago. 300,000 to 3 million. So why cities had a tough time keeping up with growth? It all, it, it all makes sense to why it had such a tough time keeping up with the growth. So most people now live in urban landscapes. Cities are much different. They have everything, but now we have policies that back that. All right. So in what ways do we still and he quoted, do we still need to grow or are we still making the same mistakes as we did a hundred years ago? Boom, that is my note taken. Literally storytelling at its finest, all right? No, you're not gonna be able to write everything down because I used a MacBook, right? A MacBook, a laptop, who cares? I was like, right? You're gonna have to write things down, but look at your notes and compare them to what I have on the screen. How similar are they? What could you have done better? Do you see my focus in my content words, right? You don't see a lot of prepositions and articles and all that. You see the, the content, right? America's greatest cities, hundreds, few cities, born. New York, 1.5 million, double 5 million. Urban landscapes, most people, all right? Chicago, 300,000 to 3 million. You're not going to be able to write out the full sentences, as I had said back um when I did the Beluga Wells a very long time, well, not about a month ago, right? So, and keeping that in mind now, we have to answer some questions. We have six of them. Question number one, according to the lecture, what was the main cause of urbanization? A, a lack of farming jobs because of famine. B, the invention of new machines transformed cities and farming encouraging movement see the attractive benefits of city life encourage many people to move or overpopulation meant that there wasn't enough space in rural areas now obviously overpopulation is absolutely not right was there a lack of farming jobs because of famine famine meaning starvation no so you have b and c the invention of new machines transform cities and farming encouraging movement or the attractive benefits of city life encouraged many people to make the move. I want you guys to, again, look into, think about it, okay? Again, sometimes you get this and you're like, God damn, but you're gonna have to look within that sentence and say, you know what? This sounds a little bit better than that. Sometimes you have very, very similar answers that it's, it's pretty difficult to choose the right one, right? So I would like you to type your answer in the comment section wherever you are and then come to my blog, you guys see the blog, thearseniobuckshow.com, and check it out, all right? Check it out. All right, your answers, by the way. Number two, let's keep it going. What does the professor suggest caused 
higher numbers of people to grow sick in cities, the lack of proper sanitization in people's homes and neighborhoods, uh, the housing options force people to live in overcrowded neighborhoods, a lack of planning meant that there was no trash or water services or all of the above. Number three, according to the lecture, what was the result of so many new immigrants moving to America? The result, the rise in population led to more communal sentiments and a strong country. Along with new people came a new perspective on cultural acceptance. All the new people created racially divided communities, discrimination and anger. The new races of people didn't interact often and established their own cities. Number four, what does the professor mean by the term infrastructure? Infrastructure, oh, I hate that word. The structures in a city that make life easier and enjoyable. The shape that the different structures in cities take on, absolutely not. See, I already took one out for you. I took one out for you. The imagined potential for a city after planning is done. The parts of a city that constantly need improvement. I'm sorry, some of this stuff is just crazy to me. So that's why I always look for the negative and, you know, I just make my, you know, what is it? I make my guess towards the end. So nonetheless, number five. Why does the professor suggest that it's understandable to see why cities had so many problems at first? At first, he describes the lack of technology that was available uh, for providing basic needs. He explains that the political structures, there was nothing political, sorry, that's gone. He illustrates that the population growth happened faster than the cities could keep up. He imagines that the problems are part of any city at any time in history. Now, I remember the notes that I took right up. Now, again, look at your notes. Look at my notes and see. Oh, there it is. He wrote it down. Because in that one right there, I definitely wrote it down. And number six, what was the main point of this lecture? To provide questions for improving our modern cities? To explain the causes and effects of urbanization? to describe the poor living conditions of the early cities. That's a specific part. That's not the main, right? To compare and contrast uh, past cities with modern cities. So again, these, these questions and these potential answers, some of them are like completely like what? And some of them are actually very good. But again, if we go back to some of my notes, right? Uh, first, large-scale hospitals, parks established, public health matter, mass expansion. Those were the improvements to the roads. Again, the positives of urbanization. And that's when I went on to list everything. And then as a result, remember, as a result of the, of the mass movement, some of America's greatest cities, hundreds of new cities were born, et cetera, et cetera. So why did cities have such a hard time keeping up with the growth? Okay, remember. This is all part of the listening. So, was your note taken? This is a question that you need to ask yourself. It's a rhetorical one. Was your note taken good enough to answer the questions? Was it? Do you believe my note taken was good enough to answer the questions? Because if it was, now we just have to practice at getting better at this specific technique. 
If it wasn't, you're going to have to go back to the drawing board and figure out, damn, okay, let me figure this out. Now, again, on my Patreon batch, I go over all the answers into why they are the answers. Okay, but in this podcast, in this video, I'm not going to be revealing it to you. You could go onto my blog, you could check the answers, and you have the audio script at the very bottom. Okay, remember, there's a page break, as you saw right after question number six, it says page break, and then are the answers. So, people, there it is. A very, very fine cast. It was a quick one. Any questions, let me know. For anyone who's on my Patreon badge, you guys are going to be getting this immediately and all the other good stuff that I provide. So, man, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in to another wonderful ESL podcast and another video. Reach out to me. Make sure you write your answers down below. Check the blog. Check your answers. And it's all about getting better, uh, better and improvement. So, in saying that, guys, stay tuned for the next one. Oh.